Welcome to the podcast. It's Tuesday, February 26, 2019. We are Punyos. All of us one day aspire to be married with children. Not married to children, but married and have kids eventually. Therefore, I will introduce my fellow podcasters as married with children characters. Binyam is most like Peggy Bundy, the lazy lazy wife of Al Bundy. They both have curly hair and are quite voluptuous. The only difference between the two of them is that Binyam is not a frivolous spender and Peggy is. Love is Steve Rhodes, who is Marcy's first husband. Steve was a nerdy banker who was often dragged into Al's schemes. Love is similarly straight-laced and might possibly be tempted by greed to fall into a crazy scheme or scam. I'd be surprised if Love has not already invested all his money into essential oils. (laughs) Pat is our Al Bundy. I think Pat would make a pretty good salesman. I could see Pat as one of the guys working at the women's shoe store. Al constantly attempted to relive his high school big man on campus days. Pat is... Also, always reminiscing of the great times he had in college and those years that his school won the basketball tournament, in which he played no role in. Pat and Al also have a shared love of cars. One day, Pat will live out his dream of getting a Volkswagen GTI. (laughs) That's a shitty dream car. (laughs) (laughs) That's your dream, Pat. I, myself, James, am Bud Bundy. We are the younger brother of our respective families, My awkwardness and preoccupation with sex leads to inevitable failures with women. My differing characteristic is my intelligence. Bud is the most intelligent member of the Bundy family, where I am not. Speaking of the Bundy family, I wanted to talk about a couple of topics. Ted Bundy, the Fire Festival, and Theranos, that blood testing company. Do you guys have any opinions on these things? Ted Bundy's a cool guy. Everyone says he's hot or whatever. He's a good-looking dude. Dude's ugly as fuck. Yeah, I thought he was super... I mean, I don't want to say I wouldn't say he's ugly. But I thought he was, like, generic. Yeah. Uh, He's, like, an average American-looking guy. He's a creepy dude. He looks creepy. Like, if I saw him back in the day, I'd be like, this guy's probably a murderer, and I would have been right. I don't think so. I think uh, you would have fallen... No, I think what you know now. <laughs> yeah, have you seen a doc? There's a doc on Netflix. About oh yeah, him. I saw all the episodes. Yeah, it's interesting. He talks about his like story and stuff, and it's just all fishy to start. It's a fishy guy. So I don't know. Has he admitted to doing anything, or he's just speculation? Like, at the... oh, if I would have done this, I would have done it. Spoilers. Like but at the end, he does, like, be, right before they put him to death, he's like, all right, fine, I did. <laughs> I mean, it's like everyone knows that, though, right? And But he also admits to, like, like a ton more murders than they actually found. So they're yeah. speculating there's, like, 60 other murders they haven't found yet or something crazy like that. Yeah. Because he tried to kidnap this lady already. Hot dude. Totally not murderer. <laughs> but I think he looks, like, generic. My issue with... Not his looks, but I guess... I have an issue with this new movie that's coming out. This? Yeah, it was like this new movie that's Zach. coming out on him that's going to have Zac Efron, which is like, you're like fucking hyping up this Ted Bundy dude up. His fam or his fucking fans are like, yo, big ups, Ted Bundy. Like, Zac Efron's playing you? Oh. I don't know, but <laughs> props. To me, it's like... You, you're not on Zac Efron level, dude. Do you think any of us are more attractive than Ted Bundy? 
It depends who you ask. So if you ask like a white woman, she's probably gonna say he's hotter. But yeah. I don't know. On white women scale, like Ted Bundy's hotter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's generic white man. Generic white man beats other races. That's just like how it works in the scale of uh, attractability. It's fucked up. Yeah, but it's you know it is what That's it is. That's life. But <laughs> no, I would say uh, yeah, if for a white lady, but for a uh, some other ladies, I think we would. Probably be yeah, I think I'd get the black more, women or for sure over, <laughs> over Ted Bundy for sure. James would uh, lose out to Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy's white. Asian True, girls Asian love, girls love white guys. white guys. I was gonna say maybe oh, <laughs> it's like maybe Ted Bundy was like good looking for what, what year was it? The sixties. Yeah. 60s prototype 60s or 70s whatever it doesn't matter yeah but then like if you look at like a lot of the girls back then and like I mean it's fucked up his victims are like they were all like good looking even to for today's standards so if the girls looked fine nowadays then Ted we gotta judge Ted Bundy the same way and still creepy so you think guys now are hotter than guys then no no you ain't gotta be the hottest guy to get like the hot girls or good looking girls so I can understand why he would get them. He was also big into like talking and all that bullshit. He was super. So I confident, feel like right? if he just talks, you're confident, or whatever. I don't know. I guess that would work. I think that would work even now, like with yeah. his his face and like the confidence that he yeah. probably talks yeah. with. It would work. I agree. Yeah, it probably wasn't all his looks. It was the confidence too. Yeah. I think if you're looking at other murderers or people you imagine to be those type of people, yeah, he's probably on the higher end of that scale right because you imagine these murderers to be like gross and disgusting like crazy like i don't know i don't really think that there's this one dude i forget what his name is but he like ate people and shit Dahmer. yeah is it jeffrey Dahmer? (laughs) yeah i have no idea what he looks like though uh i'm pretty sure he he just looks like generic white so like pretty much in the same like generic white guy like, all these guys look scary what to me. What does he look like? I guess that's... Just a generic white. white dude. I think I might be, like, scared of white people. I don't know. I'm just saying him versus Ted Bundy. I think he looks better than Ted Bundy. Boom. <laughs> Not even the hottest serial killer. Yeah, Ted Bundy's overrated in terms of hot serial killers. Maybe Ted Bundy came before him. Or, I don't know. Like, I think Ted Bundy paved the way for hot for serial hot killers. Serial killers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a real pioneer. <laughs> I thought it was wild, like, women at the time, maybe even now, were like, oh my god, like, I don't know if he did it, but he's, like, hot or whatever. And I was like, you should have been the one who died. Like, <laughs> just kill yourself. So dumb. Didn't he, um, he, like, married and had a kid with some lady while he was, like, in prison for life? Yeah, I think so. I think I saw something like that. There's like, yeah, one woman was like a huge fan or something, and like they, they would bang in jail. I guess I don't. I don't know. Wait, how does that work? I Sorry. think it happens. The mechanics, not the mechanics of banging. The you how do you do it? In, in, uh, I feel like you get a room. His, or well, his thing was they would go into like the place where. So I guess back in the day, it wasn't like a wall. You would just like meet at a table, and they just like literally bang. They don't did not care if the security guards are watching. They just bang. Uh, what? Wait, how do you know that? It was in the documentary. <laughs> I, did, I don't remember that. Oh, at yeah, all. I remember that because I was I like, feel like I weird. remember that shit. Like, he had a baby in jail. And then, like, they also talked about how um he would, like, smoke weed all the time and stuff. And, then, like, how he got that was, like, the girl would just, like, sneak it in her vagina. <laughs> he would smoke his, like, vaginal weed. 
Yeah, I can't believe you don't remember this. Like these like crazy ass details are like the ones that stuck to me. I was like, damn, guy's crazy. It, it is like a crazy story. Like to me, what was crazy was like they had him in custody. They were like at the courthouse or something. The guy turns around, he jumps out the window and yeah. just starts fucking running. How, how do you do that? That's yo. Do you think you'd be able? To, how about that? Do you think like you'd be able to get rush? away? I feel like I'd be able to get away. It's fucking hard. Like. You ran so much, like... I feel like you just gotta keep driving. You you get a car, just keep driving. Keep going. The cops Drive all expecting? night. Because he, he was training for that, right? He, was, he said he was, like, jumping off his top bunk repeatedly, like, getting his legs, like, stronger. So, like, the, co- the guard just watching this dude jump from his top bunk repeatedly. Like, what do you think's happening right now? <laughs> it's some tricky know. shit. Maybe he was doing the jumping, like, at night when, yeah. like, people were asleep. I don't know. That's that's crazy. Like How would you try to escape? Let's say you're out of the prison. <laughs> what would you to. change? Like, what would you do with your life? First off, change hair. Change like, your hair. Change the way I look, essentially, so I'm not recognizable. Yeah. So, uh, so your hair. What What do you do? Like, like go blonde, right? Go blonde. <laughs> go blonde. Uh, like if I can take out find, like a store, store thumb. <laughs> if I can find like a fake beard or something, do that. Wear a hat. Hat and sunglasses. Come on. That works. Sunglasses. That works. There's a reason that works. What you could do is rock the Sikh style with the hair. Also, I didn't think about that. That's hide even better. Hide the whole hair. hair. That's even better. I like that. Hide the hair. The you hide hair. even like, try to hide ears, everything. You barely see just the, you like hide it. most features. Ted Bundy actually like, hit himself. He got away, right? He actually got away, but he just couldn't help himself like, murdering people. So he kept murdering people in Florida, but he got away. Oh yeah, he made it to Florida. Like he probably yeah. would have not get got caught, caught if he just laid low for the rest of his life. But now nah, he had to go to like a sorority house and like murder a bunch of people. <laughs> Wait, he he escaped from like they didn't catch him. He there. escaped from like Colorado like, and made it to Florida. And the oh. only reason he got caught is because he like stole a car and started murdering people. Yeah, like he's kind that's of that's fucking idiot. impressive yeah. to like escape yeah. like that. It's like that's tough. Like I. Tr- I feel like I'd have difficulty like blending in. There aren't too many people that look like me or that. In Florida? Uh, yeah, probably not. I don't. And I think he got away from Florida too. He got to Canada. If he got he got to Canada, and then did he? when did he oh. get to Canada? Or maybe this is a different murder. I know one murder got to Canada, but then they like was Ted Bundy. I don't know. I don't remember. Damn, going am I watching this any murder? I feel like I don't remember him going to international. I don't. I don't think so. But yeah, it sounds like he did a lot. Is this Florida? I don't know where I would go. What's, like, a good The thing spot is, like, you don't have thing. money. You don't, have, like... There's a lot of shit that you have to do to, like, get around. I think he doesn't really Smart. have the strongest of morals. So I feel like if he drove to, like, I don't know, small town or small, like, pit stop in a town, he could just try to be like, all right, I just got to make this one kill and then just take whatever I can get and try to live off this for a little bit. I would find a way to get out of the country. Once I get out of the country, then I would try to create a new life. And then... Which country are you going? Are you going up or down? That's a good question. Depends what time in the year it is. So, Summer so trip, it's like winter. winter trip. Okay. If it's winter, then it's like, damn, I gotta go to Canada. I don't even got no jacket. I don't got no boots. I don't got a job. I don't got a house. I'm gonna be super cold. So then I'd be like, I'd be forced to go south. Then I'd be like, I'm gonna go Mexico... It's tough. I think the thorough line be- between all of these three stories is that they're like super confident liars. 
and they're able to like lie their way out of a lot of stuff until it gets to the end when people eventually find out. How do you get into that type of mind state to like just lie about everything? I think you're just detached from reality. You're just in a state of mind where I feel like you believe the lie. You commit to the lie and you're like, this is my reality now and you believe that reality no matter what. You don't think he's like purposefully like making it up and knowing it and just like fucking with people? For Ted, I think... It could be any of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think in like Ted's case, I think he was probably just like trying to get away, essentially. Lying so that he doesn't get in trouble, I guess, with the law or whatever. But I do think it's just you, you accept it as the truth. The first time you say it, maybe it's a lie. You know it's a lie, right? The second time you, lie, you do it again, right? Same lie. You're like, okay, I start believing this now. And you do that like time and time again. I feel like you start believing that lie. And you start believing it even though it's not true. Do you think that's the case? Maybe it's just like you get more confident because, oh, you lied, it worked. And then you just keep doing it because it keeps working. I can see that. Yeah, I don't know. So you think they make an effort to lie and then they, like, they have to constantly think of the next lie? Yeah. Okay. As opposed to love saying they initially create the lie and then they believe in the lie so much that it just kind of grows from there naturally yeah i think they're actively like doing it and because i guess they have nothing against lying and they think that's the best way to like get through and do what they want to do yeah possibly the thing is i don't really have an issue i guess with lying like lying like <laughs> i don't i don't really lie but the reason I don't really lie is just the maintenance behind the lie. Like I feel like if you make one lie up, then you gotta be like on point with that shit. Like you can't you can't say any facts that contradict the lie from there on out that is the truth. So I kind of am seeing where love is you have a coming lack from about living like living with it. Living with the lie. Lack of confidence with the lie? Yeah. You're you're scared to get caught. Basically, right? but that's that's just the cautious nature I feel like I have. You don't want to get in trouble. Basically. I don't want to lose my trustworthiness, because then once you lose that, then everyone thinks you lie. But uh, if you lie well, then no one knows you're lying. So selective lying. I think it's maybe harder to lose your credibility than people actually think. Harder to lose your credibility? Yeah. It depends on who you do it to. Like, let's say if it's your friends, yeah. where they see the frequency of you doing this, then they're like, all right, he's a flake. Like, all right, he's lying. Like, whatever. Bullshit. Yeah. You can easily do that. But if it's, like, someone who rarely does that to you, then, yeah, you can't really check them on that. Because you don't yeah. know that's just, like, how they act. But Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, Ted Bundy lying? What did he lie? Just lie to the people that he was about to kill? I don't remember. He also, for a long, I mean, yeah, for a long ass time, he pretty much said, I didn't do any of this, what are you guys doing? And even, like, he was so confident in it that he represented himself in court. Smart dude. Yeah. I think that's just, he's also, like, a very cocky guy, yeah, too. Yeah, I think that's arrogant. He's, I think he was, was he a lawyer? I think he was trying to be a lawyer, and was like, I'm gonna represent myself. Yeah, he was on his like, way until he yeah. murdered a bunch of people. He was just like, yo, I'm cocky as fuck, I'm gonna do this. So I think that's also like a bit of narcissism is, in there. Is it cocky? I think maybe it's a mix of like cockiness and just trying to control perception. Just by you think that he thinks by doing that, that it shows that he's 
he's nothing to hide. Yeah. He's he doesn't need, like, he doesn't oh. need this barrier between him and like the facts. He's just like, yo, I'll tell you what the facts are directly, as opposed to a lawyer kind of controlling the setting. Yeah. But the law isn't about the facts. I mean, like what? So, no, no, no. It is about the facts, but like it's, it's about, about how you present yeah. them. And like to think that you can do it better than your lawyer, I think that is where it's like, I don't know. You're, it's what you can prove. Yeah. I think the idea is if you didn't do it, oh, the judicial system should work itself out, and you shouldn't like get fucked if you're like white, of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's white law. <laughs> yeah. Black law is the opposite. Yeah. I don't know. Have Have you guys heard of that that there are no story? Amazing story. I love it. I, I think it's fascinating. Yes, yeah. I, I've heard it. Do you know anything about it? I think from what you told me. But I don't know if the folks know about it. Tell tell the folks a little <laughs> bit about this. Okay, so so there is there is this woman who she went to Stanford, I think, for maybe one to two years. She dropped out within in her second year to found the company Theranos. Theranos was supposed to be a blood testing company, and their claim was that with one or two drops of blood, they could test like 200 different things and so that's kind of like a breakthrough and they're trying to say like oh they had machines that could do this and everything would be automated they they made a lot of like crazy claims um they said like oh their their system was being used on battlefields on like helicopters and shit and the military used it in afghanistan and all a lot of like crazy shit so none of it was true being an undergrad student for like two years, like you don't know shit. She was an undergrad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what? And the thing is, she was able to build this company up to have a valuation of like what nine or eleven billion dollars. She was really good at like working investors and telling this crazy story. She's a super interesting character, too. You saw it? You heard her talk or whatever? So what we listened to was ABC's, like, podcast called The Dropout. It's, like, investigative, like, journalism, kind of. There's, like, multiple episodes. Super great. Definitely recommend it. We're not paid or sponsored by them, but... We'll take it's... their money if they want to give it to us. <laughs> yes. So, like, she's a super interesting character. So she starts this company when she's like 18, 19 years old, I guess. 19. Um, she's alright. She, she's decent. That's what I said. She's decent. She's decent. Damn. They're, they're making a movie on this, and, and Jennifer Lawrence yeah. is going to play her. Ugh, play her. Wait, so why are they playing like this movie? Th- like, what's... They're making a movie because it's a super interesting story. Because she duped investors for 10 years. This has been going on for 10 years. Five billion dollar valuation for your or whatever ten billion dollar valuation for your company, and then it all comes out that you're basically a liar. There's so many giant companies that made deals with them. Yeah, like (laughs) Like Walgreens made deals. Like they had all these, they fooled companies into thinking their product was doing something. Pfizer. Yeah. Uh, When in reality, it didn't do anything. So like, how do you how do you sell that? How do you know that your product doesn't do anything? substantial or groundbreaking and you still pitch it to investors still pitch it to companies and you close those deals that's that's fascinating yeah oh she looks crazy now what gotta be full of shit you know (laughs) i don't trust like talking people 
Like people who just people who know talk, 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 talk. A big group of those people, government officials, like are able to sell people on ideas and grandiose. You don't trust those people? Nah. I want a fucking techie, mean ass, anti social motherfucker like to tell Zuck. me how this works. Yeah, Zuck. 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 Zuck is Zuck is he is his ethics might not be the greatest. So but you wouldn't know that from the initial like selling, right? I don't know. I True, but as an investor, I wouldn't care about that whole ethics shit. Right. I want to play, like, a clip of her. Just, just listen to this shit. Also, this dude is full of shit, too. Mad Money? It's time to buy this stock. Buy, 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 buy. So, I'm full of shit. Miss Holmes, welcome back to Mad Money. It's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. that bass in that voice. Look at the way she's dressed. She thinks she's fucking Steve Jobs or some shit? This is what happens when you work to change things, and... First they think you're crazy, then they fight you, and then all of a sudden you change the world. And that um, voice is the worst. I, I have to say, I, I I personally was shocked to see that the journal would publish something like this. Their okay, that's enough of her. So you said something about her voice. Why? It's like weird so or? deep and pretentious. Yeah, that real deep ass voice. You, you know what's interesting about her? What, she's trans? That's a fake voice. <laughs> That was off. (laughs) (laughs) She somehow thought that a deeper voice would command, like, greater respect. So, in some ways, it kind of did. She has a very distinct voice, and that's not her actual voice. But she, like, kept it up for, like, ever. Supposedly, there was one work party or something where they were drinking a lot, and she, like, slipped up and started talking normal. But for, like, the whole time, she, like, talked in this voice. Can you like get footage of that or not? I I think I. That'd be awesome. I think I saw on YouTube. That's so weird. It did sound like she was kind of like. It's hilarious. the way she was talking. Even the that quote she used first they fight you ever. That's a fake quote that is attributed to Gandhi, but then like, it's not actually him. It's just a random quote. She probably oh. heard it, and it was like, oh, this is, this is real smart. I'm going to use my deep voice. First, they fight you, and then you win. Oh. It's literally an image macro with Gandhi's face just pasted on it. I can kind of see it, though. <laughs> I feel like when I'm in meetings, I probably talk lower. But yeah. I don't feel like it's forced. To get that authority. Yeah. yeah. I just have to talk in like my proper voice like clear so i do this when i'm in meetings i talk louder and like i raise my voice a little bit Mm -hmm. just to like command authority you know because i don't feel like i command authority when i go into a room or in a meeting like nobody trusts this little kid yeah like with this super soft voice so i i I speak louder with more authority start screaming at me (laughs) it's true i think you have to do that speak louder but i don't keep it up like all and the you time. increase yeah. the caucasity. Yeah. I start speaking like just pronouncing words. I don't know. I can't describe Fully. it. But one of my old coworkers used to say like you sound like you're like a news anchor when you're talking on like a customer call. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I yeah do the same. That's what I go for. Yeah. And then you do like the like they say something totally lame, but you give them the ah ha ha ha. That's fun. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> I give them the fucking silence. <laughs> give them, uh, give them the fake ass laugh. <laughs> One thing that you guys saw was how she was dressed. Yeah. So a lot of what she tried to make Theranos, she tried to make it like uh, Steve Jobs and Apple, basically. Like she poached a bunch of their people. 
when she was starting out. Um, like the marketing kind of people or, or uh, brand image or stuff? Like design yeah, people? design people, basically. It's, uh, it's like okay. their product wasn't working at all. But they wanted to make like a really nice box for like, <laughs> but they're again like show people, yeah. and so it's crazy. Like she she got like top fucking people, like the right hand guy of like Steve Jobs who like designed the fucking iPhone or iPad or something like Johnny that. Ives. Yeah, they got him. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> but but he he like he left like after I don't know a few years or not too long of a time because he realized like yeah it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, so in the very beginning, like, she couldn't get investors from, like, normal pharma companies or, like, biomed, like, type of science companies. And so she kept going to, like, other companies and she went to, like, tech VCs and stuff to, like, raise capital. And they don't know, like, what they're talking about and, and they don't really know science. And so people just, like, threw money at her. And she also had, so this story, like, gets deeper, too. In her, I don't know, freshman year or something, she goes to this work study or something in China, which is like a program for Stanford, I guess. Damn, freshman and year? So apparently she knows how to like speak some type of Chinese, I don't know. But she meets this dude who who's also like in the school. This dude is Sonny Balwani. His name is like Rod, Rajesh? Or Rod, Rajesh. Rajesh, something like that. Um, Wait, is that the same? Is that one name? Um, Sunny, what's Sunny? It's like one? two names. Oh, no. Like Sunny is his like nickname that everyone calls him. Uh, what is your name? It's Ramesh. Ramesh. So, Same so, thing. So dude, <laughs> so dude is like twenty years older than her. He's he's worked in tech before. I think he worked for like I don't know Microsoft or some shit. Like working for Lotus Notes or something like that. He made a lot of money through like before the tech bubble. I don't know if he, he's a billionaire or not, or he's he made like a ton of money. He's a multi-millionaire. multi-millionaire. He's not a billionaire. Okay, so so he made a lot of money, and so he meets her. Somehow they become in China. Yeah, okay. in China. Somehow they become friends. Later they start dating, or I don't know. We we don't know like when exactly anything happened or whatever. But later he puts in an investment into Theranos. Like this is when they're together, I guess. And it's kind of like a loan to Theranos because they're like strapped for cash at this time. And he gets hired as like the CEO of Theranos. The dude has no like biomedical like knowledge or background at all. He's put in charge of this. They're able to kind of keep up this lie by separating out like the different divisions in Theranos. Like... They try to like silo everyone into their own like thing, so there isn't too much communication. Do you um, know? Did, so did he know the lie the whole time? Like even before, like when he's investing. Yes. Okay. I I believe so. Like actually, it's it's hard to say because. So I wonder if he invested not knowing, and then was like, "Fuck it, I guess I'll join. He, see how far we can take this." He might not have known exactly like where they're at, or he thought. Maybe he believed in it. Because for someone to, like, invest a good amount of money, like, millions of dollars, like, you have to, like, have some belief. Like, what does he think the end goal is if he did that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't know. But so so they they had this, like, atmosphere of, like, I don't know, intimidation where they would, like, threaten people and be, like, real upset at people if they, like, told them the truth or, like, try to show them that their shit wasn't really working correctly 
and they had like lawyers and shit and they would like they would go after people like very aggressively they had like tons of like law firms like the people within their organization or outside within the organization or maybe they like contracted out like lawyer firms or whatever they had them on retainer some shit like that no i mean the people that are trying to intimidate oh yeah they they would try to intimidate people like that employees? worked yeah employees okay. people who left like they would make them sign non-disclosures and shit and they'd be like super secretive about like when they technology leave and shit. technically you can't force it that's only to get like money right yeah okay. yeah like crazy shit would happen i don't know the the thing that's hard for me to understand is if sunny actually knew what was going on okay so he's banging elizabeth right and uh i think he's like a huge scrub like <laughs> like, like if, you, if you look at his picture like so, so he is like so he made a lot of money he has a fucking like lambo and some other shit yeah. with like his custom plates and shit it was it's was super funny in in the podcast there was one guy who was like interviewed talking about him and he, he like described him in a like super funny way he he said what did he say he said is that the guy who said he has no depth yeah he said because he had I, like swords behind like in his office just hanging there what? and i guess the dude asked him like Oh, what's the story with the swords? And he was just like, eh, nothing. I, I just like like him, like whatever. Yeah, the dude described him as. I don't think he ran terribly deep. <laughs> like he was like being like super. I don't know, political and not being like. Oh, the dude is a fucking dumbass. Yes. He has all that money, so he must be smart in other some way. Oh, he could have been like pretty lucky. Maybe he worked hard. He was in at the right place at the right time. Yeah. I think he definitely knew after, like, a certain amount of time. Maybe not, like, the very beginning. But he was kind of known as the enforcer, the person who was threatening everyone and was in charge of, like, all the operations and shit. They got crazy donors or, like, investors from, like, a bunch of big-ass investors. Like, they're, they're, like, billionaires. Like, I don't know, Sam Walden or... Maybe the Walmart. I don't, I don't know. Oh, there, yeah, there's, the guy from Walmart. Maybe not Walmart. Is There's, like, a couple of billionaires people who have invested in. It's, like, these people you expect to be, like, pretty smart and savvy and, like, know how to, like, see if an investment is good or not. But turns out they're not. They're, like, just as easily fooled as... I assume they just jumped on the train. They probably heard somebody join and they're, like, damn, if they join can't miss out on this but like this uh yeah but like one of the early hires was like i don't know some some phd or something in stanford i think they said they paid him like five hundred thousand a year like for like four years or so and he basically did nothing but him being the face of like the technology or whatever him like advocating for it like kind of gave them the credibility to like raise a ton of other funds and it's damn it's like a crazy scam yeah yeah the waltons the family of betsy devos rupert murdoch henry kissinger all these people so when was she found out to like be full of shit um 2016 right a couple years ago i don't know there's like some new york times article against her and i don't know if it's earlier than that and then like they kept refuting it, and then it, like, at some point, I think the 
the FDA like shut them down or something. So one of their big customers that they were able to get was like Walgreens. Walgreens is like a fucking like huge drug retail chain and they're able to like trick them into like buying into it. Like how how do you do that without like the technology? It's crazy. Like they they would like invite them over to like do shit and then they'd they'd all like say, "Oh, let's do the test or whatever." They'd like take the blood and like during lunch they go out to lunch and then they like send it to like real labs and then <laughs> and then come back with the results like afterwards. It's like a crazy scam. Are they being sued right now? Yes. By like all the investors? Yeah, the people are. Elizabeth and Sunny. I think the company is dissolved, right? The company doesn't exist anymore? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, so they're specifically suing those two individuals. Uh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're gonna be fucked, not the company. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Damn. I think the SEC also filed a claim, right? I don't know if that's the same as investors suing their, like, whatever, her specifically. So what do you think happens from that shit? Like, does she go to, does she get life or something, or not really? Nah, this is a white-collar crime. This is the whitest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) But if you talk about, like, the actual impact... Yeah, you're, like, potentially harming people and hurting, yeah. like, people. If people, like, rely on your tests that are fucking garbage. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, I think you do shit like this, and this is, like, life to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like white-collar crime doesn't get that much punishment. Yeah, I think it's probably, yeah. like, a couple years and then pay, like, a crazy fine. That's yeah. my guess. I don't know. Which usually right. happens. Which would be less than, like, certain drug offenses. The Firefly dude who was like in charge of it was supposed to go to jail. His like sentencing or whatever got postponed. So while he was like kind of sitting at home on bail, he just like started up another scam. <laughs> yeah, he tried to do like some like, was it ticket sales or something? I forget what it was. Like some email scam? Yeah, he's like email scam. phishing shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good call. He's Here, like, get this jail, but... Taylor Swift thingy or something, right? Or no? Yeah, like, so he had the whole, like, mailing list for the fire festival, like, thing. Just <laughs> double scam him? <laughs> because this list is full of, like, fucking rich, like, retarded, like, fucking kids. He doubled down, tried to scam them twice. Did it work? If, I feel like if you have enough something. idiots, yeah. like, it's you're gonna to be able to scam a certain percentage of them. It's the yeah. same way, like, they do that shit, those... African princes or whatever who have their money. Yeah, those scams, you send it to enough people, there's gonna be like some percentage of idiots that will like get tricked. Yeah. Do you wanna pivot to fire? What else about there else before we leave? It's wild because she was like the face of female like entrepreneurs. Like she was lauded as like the first self made female billionaire. Yeah. And she was, like, giving talks and shit, and... She messed it up for the rest of them. Now the rest yeah. will have to pay. It's, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. Reminds me of that Jesse Smollett attack, you know? He did his little, uh... Is it Smollett? Is that a problem? What are you talking about? The guy who's, like, black gay dude who faked his... Him being jumped by MAGA people. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, like, an actor or whatever. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. did this whole fake bullshit. He wasn't. He hired everyone. Now he hurt the black gay community from racial homophobic attacks. Was he, is he gay also? Yeah, he's gay. Yes, yeah, so, so there's a black actor from Empire. Power, Empire. Empire. Does the same shit. Basically the same <laughs> yeah. shit. He staged this whole 
I don't know, him getting robbed, beaten. I heard like Bill Burr like talk about this shit and, and he was saying how like they did like too much. They had some like noose they put on his neck. Yeah. The guys like the bleach. It's not like the motherfuckers were prepared. The guys like, had, like, they had bleach. <laughs> like they wore like MAGA hats. There's a lot of stuff that was involved. Like you it could was definitely, definitely premeditated you if could, it was. You could definitely like from the attack be like, yo, some fucking drama kid definitely fucking made this shit up. Like this shit is like out of fucking Hamlet or some bullshit. What is this? So how do they find out like that is fake or how do you know? He was like he was like the two guys who jumped him were basically like his like workout instructors, and they're also <laughs> on like camera like buying all the materials. Like it is so bad, and the thing is, he wanted to be on camera like his beating or whatever, but like on this rotating camera, but still didn't even get that into the fucking like footage. It was an all around fail. So he's paid these dudes to beat him up. And he did get beat up, but it wasn't even filmed. He just got beat up. But he has, like, a slight scratch on his face. That's the only thing I saw. Was it filmed? Is there video of this, or...? Of his actual beating? I don't think so. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good screenplay. Oh, yeah. Like, they forgot to turn on the video. They weren't gonna video... It was the idea that they Dude's picked... Dude's finger a... was blocking the camera? It was like they picked a location that was in, like, view of public camera. Like a or a private camera, whatever business, like building oh. camera, and it's like swiveling or whatever. And I think it was just like nah. <laughs> I think it wasn't recording. It wasn't recording. They, wasn't recording they didn't okay. like realize Fake public camera. Yeah. yeah. Terrible direction. He's not gonna be a director. Yeah. The fucked up part is like it it uses up like police resources or that are like real important yeah. to the city or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's it's he's tried it's filing like a fake way. police report because he also filed a police report. Yeah. He did all of this, like... That's bullshit. what, like, really got him in trouble, right? The fake Dang. police report? I thought it was... You see, that's the problem with lying. This kind of circles back to this whole lying shit. Yeah. Like, if you make a lie so elaborate, like, you're gonna have to keep up with this shit. Like, let's say filing with the police. Filing a police report. Why would he do, like, that? Because you have so to. So you can get the you, video. You have to? I think... I think you have to if you're gonna if you're gonna claim that you were like beat up or something. Yeah. I think you have to at least file a police report because nobody's just gonna believe you. You could be a man and just like take it, right? Yeah. Like, that's like that's a snitch move. Like if he had yeah. a way to get the video, right? Then yeah. he doesn't really need a police report because sure, sure, you released sure. the video. True. But if you knew that there was no video. And he still filed the police report. The thing is, filing the police report means the police have to look for people. And if they find any evidence, like, they're just going to try, they're basically going to try to see if you're lying or who the actual, like, attacker was. Shit's wild. I would say that it wasn't elaborate enough, right? You could say that. You could be like, okay, he didn't think about so many different variables and that's why he fucked up. Like, he could have gotten away with it. True. But he didn't plan enough. I think that happens when you have elaborate story. Elaborate story requires elaborate, like, planning, lying. But if you keep it simple, then you don't need as many details. Yeah. I would say just, could like, have done away yeah, with, I just like, got a jumped, lot of those... I, I just got jumped by two white dudes. Wearing MAGA hats. I wouldn't even say the MAGA hat. I would just say... One MAGA hat. Two is, like, too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One like guy... Like, one shit. guy... One guy was MAGA, the other dude 
called me the N-word. Yeah, N-word. Both of them will call me, like, homophobic slurs and shit. Yeah. Boom, that's it. But like, it's also Chicago. So, like, I don't know too much about Chicago, but I don't know. How often is that happening in Chicago? Could be. Chicago's one of the most, I think, segregated cities. Um, but still, I don't know. I don't think there's, like, racial violence in Chicago, right? There's not, like, a... I thought there was just a... Like a white part yeah, of town, yeah, or like yeah, a nice yeah. part of town, let's say. Yeah, that's what like I mean by the segregated part. part. Yeah, it's purely just like and like the, the s- nice and the bad is like separate. Okay. But I don't see any part that's going to be like racially motivated attacks happening in Chicago. Yeah. I don't understand if he was like random trip to like I don't know Indianapolis and was like outside of Indianapolis, like random suburb or something. That area could be nice, but I would say to the general population, we'd be like, yo. That could happen. It's it's just really stupid. Like, what what's the point of that? I think it's because he didn't like his role in uh, Empire. And so he couldn't, like, talk to the director or the writers. He decided, like, this will give me good publicity. I'm going to get, like, a better role now. I think so. I think maybe... <laughs> I think the show saying. might be ending. Either the season's ending or the show's ending. So maybe it could have been like, let me do this shit, and then I'll get something immediately get my out there. Yeah, then I'll be hot. Everyone will want like me in their show or movie. Boom, 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 superstar. Do you think? Let's say this worked. Do you think he would have gotten more work? Like the lie worked, right? And yeah, now people are. Like, I think he would have gotten more work because I think he would have tried to attach himself to like some civil rights movement. And so when anyone sees him, it's like, oh, this is like a civil rights movement. Let's put him in our show. We'll get all the liberals to watch this and support. That's my opinion. But I think it, I think it would work. Maybe it was a good plan. I was thinking it was ridiculous, but you've kind of convinced me. Yeah. More people should be like staging these things to, to get their name out there. How can we do this at work? Yo, guys, can you come in and beat me up tomorrow? <laughs> I just want to then go into my boss's office and ask for a raise. Yeah. Or if you look for another job, be like, yo, P.S., I was just beat up last week (laughs) (laughs) for my race. (laughs) I don't know if you heard about it. They're trying to steal my laptop and I fought them off. Yeah. That's how dedicated I am to this company. But you need pity. So you need more of like... Like, I need this win. Yeah, I need this win. I, every day I wake up thinking if I'm gonna end it all or not. I really need this. Just remember, my life is in your hands. <laughs> like that kind of shit. Want to talk about fire? I feel like we kind of pivoted to pivot away. <laughs> yeah. Let's pivot back. Let's pivot back. What do you think about fire? Like fire. I mean, I think for the masses, you should probably explain a little bit what it is. You know. I mean, I'm smart enough to get it, but like, <laughs> yeah, the some masses people, don't know. Yeah, for sure. So it was a startup that wanted to make an app that's pretty much crowdsourced celebrities to do a concert for you, like an Uber for high-end bands and artists and stuff. But yeah, besides the point is while this app is going on, the, the founder of the company is like, all right, let's have a publicity stunt. Let's, uh, let's, let's publicize this app by having this giant music festival we're gonna make it the best we're gonna get all these social media influencers up get everyone pumped for it apparently it's very hard to start up a music festival this guy has no experience totally bungled everything had nothing set up like from the food to the people actually performing at said music festival 
to the accommodations. Nothing was set up, but a shitload of people paid for it. And he pretty much scammed all these people into going to this fake music festival. Or was it really fake? It was actually real. It was like half made. They like really oversold. There's uh, maybe an advertisement company who like helped them create their video. So I hate them extra because I hated them before Fire was a Fire Festival. So my girlfriend follows this guy. It's his. He's like fuck Jerry or something on Instagram. Yeah. And I always know. I always made fun of her. I was he's like, why do you follow fucking... this guy? He just steals shit from Reddit, which already steals shit from other places, and he puts it on his Instagram, and he gets like yeah. pretty much publicity from stealing other people's content. And when I found out that he was the publicity behind Fire Festival, I was like, fuck that guy. Yeah, I was super surprised to hear that. Because, yeah, likewise, I he steals everyone's content. Yeah. He fucking sucks. And then he actually he doesn't, didn't like, give he any pay for the Netflix documentary. Which is why, he, like, fuck Jerry's actually barely mentioned in a bad light in the Netflix documentary. But if you watch the Hulu one, then they talk about really? fuck Jerry worse. But then they leave other people out of the bad light because it's financed by the other side. So you have to kind of watch both of them to get, like, an even ground. Oh, I don't know. I haven't watched the Hulu one. Yeah. I haven't watched it Fuck Jerry. Fuck Jerry just sucks, dude. How do you know about that? He has his Instagram account. He's, like, super popular. He's, like, one of the biggest, like, Instagram accounts. I don't know if he'll survive. There's a Netflix documentary about, like, social media influencer people. Mm -hmm. Fuck Jerry's one of them, and they show you pretty much what he does and how he makes money, and there's a bunch of them, like, literally Instagram people that make a ton of money taking pictures. You can try to watch it. I tried. I lasted 20 minutes. I was like, fuck these people. But if you want to get an idea, give it a couple minutes and then turn it off. Yeah, I don't know. I just hate... I fucking hate the term social media influencer. I just want them to just fucking die, dude. Fucking. <laughs> oh, so like, so like a fucking team of yeah. people? Or? Yeah, it's like a group of people. They just fucking Start off just him, I guess, but yeah. Oh my god, one of my friends like this. Kill him. I think what would be genius is to, to do like, if the whole thing was like a big hoax, to sell some Netflix specials or like content. Wait, for who, what? So if the entire thing was completely made up and they just made a documentary, which is actually not a documentary, they're just like shooting yeah, yeah. like a whole disaster thing and creating like this whole story so they could sell like a Netflix like thing for like millions of dollars. That to me would be genius. I think fuck Jerry probably thought of it that way. They're like, oh, we try to make money helping him, but that was a dumpster. So let's try to make money using our effort there anyway and have this Netflix documentary. So these grubby people got their money anyway. Which, yeah, it worked out for them, I guess. <sighs> yeah, dude. It was fucking wild. So they had, there was music. They had the festival. I don't think it so. It was lit. No? No. Love was there. <laughs> they didn't have any artists. Also, the idea of booking okay. artists, is that just to be used by venues and colleges, whatever, like, big festivals would take place? I don't understand. It doesn't seem like an everyday consumer advice. This is, like, only specific to concert venues, right? What are you saying? I'm talking about the app they developed, like, or developing. Oh, I think supposedly you, you can book, like, anyone for, like, anything, I guess, or whoever is, like, on the network or whatever. But I'm wondering who's their, who's their end user? Rich-ass motherfuckers who can, like, afford to have these, like, So it's just, like, random-ass, like, people who will show, like, 50 Gs for a uh, performer. I think so. How are you going to get, like, fucking Taylor Swift or whoever else 
when they're making like crazy amount of money. Yeah, or I wouldn't do that. Frat Some parties frat parties. Can get Taylor Swift? Not Taylor. She Swift. makes like a, not her a million plus like a show. Yeah, because she does big ass concert like stadiums. Things. Yeah, I have a hard time believing that you can crowdsource that type of entertainment without it costing a significant amount of money. So you thereby reduce your market, basically. That's why I think that the I'm like, yo, is this just gonna be used by like concert venues to like ease their like process? Because I would assume what they do is via calling or get in touch with the booking manager or whatever that system is. But I'm wondering if it's just like a streamlined system for the booking people plus like the venue. Okay, I guess that would make more sense. So I could see it being like easily. I mean, there's a lot of venues, so there's probably a lot of venues, a lot of concerts. If you get everyone to use like a standardized software that probably be your end user base the rich people i mean i feel like that could be some source but to me it's like i don't think there's as many of those as there are like concert venues are you saying like it would work like a kickstarter where like you say okay we're gonna get this artist for this place if we can get this many tickets sold and then there are users that will buy up those tickets and is that how that works i don't know how how it works i just assumed it'd be like all right i want fucking Two chains. Like, let's say I'm a fucking concert owner, like a venue, like owner of this club, totally. whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, all right, I want two chains. So the way that it'll work out is via the app, I'll say, yo, two chains, fucking come over here. And he's like, all right, bet. And that works. And then done. Rather than like, let me contact their manager, all this shit. It could be like easy, like on their side, they could be like, have their list of demands whatever i'm just trying to think of possible oh, functionality be okay. like so once you sign them they're like all right now i booked them now i see the requirements all right let's all get this done team let's do this let's do that maybe it has their book like booking manager info for a call just in case you need to hash things out i don't know yeah i think those negotiations and stuff is a little it's not that like simple but yeah, if you can streamline it and have whatever. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't know I who their who their user like who they're trying to go for. Just super rich people, I guess. Like I don't know how many super. I guess rich what people you're doing are, is you're like, taking out of the equation like those tour managers or booking agents or whatever. Yeah. Who like set up tours and stuff. Yeah. I don't know how that works. To me, it's like a sales type thing. I, to me, it's like a whole tech bubble where. You say you're the Uber of X and you'll get a lot of money and you'll be able to like try to do it just because there's a lot of like tech money out there and people are interested in like yeah. making money and trying to be the next Uber. I think you just gotta, yeah, I don't know. You just gotta lie. I think yeah, that's what I learned lie. today in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, lie. Lie to As much lie. as you can yeah. until you can't anymore and then everything then go comes to out. another country. <laughs> And then, yeah, the and then go to Mexico. Go to Florida and don't murder anyone. Yeah. <laughs> or at least not sorority girls. Who would you murder in Florida if it wasn't sorority girls? The elderly. Yeah. Get their jello? Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, I'm saying, like, he should have done, like, a Dexter type thing. Like, what do you mean? Bundy, if he wanted to kill Only so kill much. bad people? Yeah. If he wanted to kill so much, you, you just... Kill bad work in like law enforcement and kill bad people. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you think you just want to kill people? Yeah. Well, I mean, why else would would you Did do? Did you want to fuck them too or something? I think he was like a sexual deviant. Oh like, really? I didn't know that part. Yeah, I think I he like killed much. and fuck them and shit. Like oh, he would okay. only kill like women and 
it's usually young women, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like he'd like fuck the corpses and shit, or did I just imagine that or make? That I think up? the I think that's part of it. I think that they said something about he it. He didn't like really. That. He didn't want to admit to it or whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they they might have found it from the yeah. like medical shit or whatever. I guess that's one way to get your numbers out, dude. We <laughs> <laughs> got no choice this time. I'm not advocating rape. I have to say that. Oh, but if it's like a body, like. But if I mean, if you kill them, then might as well. They're just laying there. Yeah, they're not gonna feel it. Oh, it's... for sure. <laughs> Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh yeah, necrophilia. Okay, cool. Seems cool. I just think it's sad that I guess in American it. society that he, this guy gets immortalized now in like I guess today's society like everyone. Because of Netflix, the movie that's gonna come out, like all this stuff, and like this guy's like a like a piece of shit. Like why, why, you know? I think everyone was just so fascinated. They're like, "What? He looks so normal. He wouldn't do it. Oh, he looks. He that's so weird. Usually, because I think they had who's the only other people who've done shit like that. I don't know. Are there others here? There weren't. Was that not a thing? This was kind of like this is kind of the time. He was a pioneer. Yeah, he really was. Yeah. Like, this is before, like, cops even, like, shared information and shit with each other. Yeah. And so that was part of why I think they had some difficulty, like, catching him. Mm-hmm. They did some, like, pretty cool, like, police work, finding the car and, like, narrowing it down to, like, find him. But, yeah, that was, that was like, early-ish. Yeah. So he operated in the 70s, right? Yeah, that's, it's just what happens. The people who are, like, super bad, they get, like, immortalized. Yeah. I guess there are some people who are really good that also get that treatment as well, but maybe less so? I don't know. Yeah, I just think, hmm, is there any other example that's kind of like this? Wolf of Wall Street. That dude was fucking, he like, immortalized in yeah. movies, but, like, fucked a bunch of people over. Yeah. Also, he only got, like... A couple of years in jail or something, right? Yeah. You didn't get that much. Also, time. that movie was overrated. It's a Wait, good what? Movie. I thought it was a good movie. I, I like what? that movie. What? Wait, what? I think that's a good <laughs> Who movie. Who said that? <laughs> it's definitely fucking overrated. It's so basic. You know exactly what's going to happen. Do you know the fucking dude's going to get rich? Who cares? His wife is hot. It's real standard. Like, no depth to the plot. It's so basic. Like... If you're a guy, you're like, ooh, this is one of the best movies. I wish my life was like that. That's so fucking cool. And I'm like, it's whatever. Nah, you're you're not like drawn to like the com- the come up or like that type of like story. He's kind of like an underdog. Like he, I like the underdog story. He, he, that's he, like, not like break, shysty. That's like a breaks, shysty underdog. He breaks like the Wall Street standard and like I don't know. I, I kind of like those type of stories. That's, in my mind, like, what I am. Like, I'm not the guy who has, just gets shit. Like, you gotta fucking, like, work towards it. Like, I'm not, like, trying to scam people, but that type of story appeals to me. Yeah, I agree. I, the story is, is fascinating. I think the execution was was a little too much for me. Like, all this crazy stuff like that happens in the movie, but... I guess that's a reflection of Wall Street. I don't know. He's a hustler. You don't, like, hate the game. He took the game, and he took it to, like, another level. It's also, like, white-collar hustle. I mean, that's... So, yeah. so, to me, is like... It's also not real risk, too. 
I don't know. I don't really feel like I see the thrill in this. Because I feel like I see the thrill if it's like, yo, life or death kind of shit. But, like, the risk he's taking is like, all right, I go to jail a couple years, so I do this. It's the same way that all these other stories to me, like, are interesting. It's, it's like, being able to, like, talk your way into, like, this crazy shit. He's able to, like, talk these poor-ass fucking people into, like, giving up their retirement on this, like, dream that he's selling them. And what part of that it's, is, like... It's I don't fucking really... impressive! Yeah. I mean, but that's also, like I said, I'm skeptical about, like, people who talk real well. It's like, I really am, like, I, I don't really care... It's not the skill that I have. That's probably why I just don't jealous. care. You're jealous. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm jealous. I feel like it's just too much. I don't know. I, I really find it hard to believe. If somebody's really good at talking, I think you would question yourself a little bit. You're suspicious if someone's like yeah, really yeah. well like, at talking. No matter how... Because like, I refuse to believe that that many people are uh, not cautious or like you know skeptical. Yeah. I just don't believe that. But I do believe that these people, like, whatever, Elizabeth Holmes, Jordan, whatever, they're really good at talking. They're really good at selling or finding something about you that makes you, like, that makes you tick. I believe that. There's some, like, genius in that. Being able to, like, figure out what interests you and, like, turn that against you almost. It's, like, morally wrong and it's fucked up. But I can't knock the hustle. I don't know. I just don't. Like, I'm not that impressed. Like, not impressed, but I'm not, like, that super interested in it. Like, a lot of come-up movies that I like. Like Rocky. Like, let's... Yeah, I like Rocky. Rocky's, like, from nothing. That's also hard work. Rocky? Yeah. Okay. Rocky's a classic movie. I don't know if you want to debate Rocky. Tell tell me Tell the people... Not debate me, sorry. I don't want... I don't know if you want to say that to the masses... Because you know the, the masses will come for you. All we, one people. We all know like he's a fake boxer. Like it's what's so appealing about this? It's not you know, okay. He's to you. Underdog. To you, it's fo- focusing on the boxing. I no. don't think. I think Rocky one. Yeah, is like it's just like a good. It's like the idea of just like a guy who's like down and out, and it's not just like the boxing. It's like his love life. It's like just whole like life itself. It's more of like his life. Not, like, the boxing. So he's, like... Because it doesn't really, like... The ending of the movie is not really gonna show you who wins. It's, like... I think... Actually, maybe it does. But it's, it's kind of in the background. Yeah, in the second movie, important. In the second movie, they start off to show the importance. But it's not really that important. He's, like, calls for Adrian. It's, like... A lot of it is, like, love. So it's, like, love has the fighting in it. It's just, like, his life... As like a down and out guy who's like, yo, like so, I so, really I can't really do shit like except beat people up for money or whatever. So, so like what what happens? Where's like the character growth? No, I think it's the it's the same story. Like you're pulling yourselves yourself up by the bootstraps. Like, you know, you have nothing. Yeah. And you make something of yourself, essentially. But not in like a white collar sense. Like this is very blue collar. Yeah. By becoming a good boxer. Now he can provide for his family. Now he can be a better, I don't know, boyfriend or husband or whatever. That's that's what happens, right? Yeah, it's also it's also story. like a self-worth thing too. Cuz he's like a very down and out, like very like down on himself kind of thing. He's like, yo, like I don't like 
Especially, like, in every movie, basically, he's always, like, shitting on himself. Because he's like, yeah, the only thing I can do is just take fucking hits. Like, like eat these fucking punches. He's like, I can't do shit. Like, so I don't he, know nothing. I don't do, like, he, like, is really down and out. How, how does he gain that confidence? His coach? or uh, It's, like, through his coach, through, like, Adrian, like, love. Like, his, like, girl kind of gives him that confidence. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's like a clap. It's like you get all the emotions. Like you're like you get pumped for the fighting. You get like emotional. You like feel like bad. Feel pity for him. I guess depending on where you are in life. Because if you're also down and out, then you feel for him. Or if you've been in that position, you you, you empathize. Have you been in that position? Down and out. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say so. Love. Uh-huh, I don't think. Not like that sense. Like you always are like down and out if you're like if you don't have something that you want. Basically, yeah. you're down and out. But like that's not real struggle. Yeah. Real struggle is is different. Yeah. So you guys haven't struggled. No. <laughs> Had the silver spoon. Everything's given to you. Not everything's given. Like you earn stuff, but it's not like it's not either like do this or like you lose everything. Or you don't really have anything else to fall, fall back on or whatever. I don't know. My life was yeah. pretty, like, standard, I guess. Like, you grow up. Crazy. Work, work. Work at school. Like, you work at a job. Work. Like, do whatever these things. You go to school. Like, go to college. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Like, after that, get a job. So, it's all, like, been on a path. Yeah. So, it doesn't really have many, like, openings for being down and out. To me, you're coming from a position of privilege where you don't see yourself in that position of Jordan Belfair or whatever it is. Like, he's, he's struggling. And what he's doing is he's, he's scamming people to, like, get out of that position in life and bring himself up. Like, does he have to, like, go that crazy? No, he doesn't, but... But I wouldn't say that because it's like yeah, yeah, that's because we're all like children of right. like immigrant parents. So okay, like we, you, I, you do I retract know the what struggle. I said. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm an idiot. Yeah. To me, that's not real down and out. What he has. So I'm like, he works at some job that he dislikes. Like, okay, that sucks. He loses his job. Like, whatever. He does like groceries or some like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a movie on excess to me. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. So I was kind of shitting on... I was saying it's overrated because... And I stand by this. I think that it is an entertaining movie. But for what people like see it as, or at least the people that I know who like hype it up, I'm just like, is this your fucking favorite movie? Because this is nowhere near my favorite movie. It's like an entertaining watch. But it's not like... There's no motion behind it. Binim. You gay? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's, in, who's in the movie? What's I don't know. Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie? The thing is, I don't. I think that's so fucking like, weird. Overrated? Like, yeah. It's weird. overrated to be like, oh my god, Margot Robbie, she's in it. Like, she's so hot. I'm like, do you not fucking watch porn? Like, you could literally watch any fucking hot girl anytime you want. Do you have to watch it in a movie? Who gives a fuck? Like, to me, I'm like... Yo, I fucking see hotter girls online and with no clothes. This is like nothing to me. Name name some names, Ben. I'm not gonna name names <laughs> of porn star, but like to me, it's like this is so overrated. Like if you wanted to fucking like have a boner, just do it at home by yourself. 
watching porn like shit. Like, <laughs> I agree. I, her being in the movie has zero impact on... Love, would you like to you name some names? No, but all I'm... I mean, I, I don't have the hard stance that Binium has. I think it's yeah. a great movie. Not my favorite movie, yeah. but like, great movie. But I, I just think it's a stupid reason when people say like, oh... But this actress is in it. She's so hot. Yeah, what? that's so dumb, dude. I'm like, kill yourself. I think I'm dumb. <laughs> you're like super, you're like, oh my God, Margot Robbie. I'm like, whatever, dude. 